Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pants. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alfred. No! What is going on, OTC listeners? Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast is in your life today. And talk about a controversial topic. Jesus. Oh my goodness. Not even a full week. Well, I would say a full week. Where things just goes a little bit haywire for our beloved Spider-Man. Or in this case, our beloved Spider-Gwen. Now, as you can see from the title of this podcast... And I'm sure you've been hearing about it on Facebook and the Twitters and Instagram and everywhere else that you consume your social media. Apparently, there are a lot of fans that says that our beloved Spider-Gwen, Gwen Gwen Stacy, is in fact trans. Wow. Just wow. You know, I've been debating for a while now whether I should even talk about this or even get into this topic in general because let's face it it is a sensitive topic it is a sensitive subject and if I say the wrong thing it's not going to take someone that can easily get offended over what I say and then try to use that against me because let's face it that's the world we're living in right now and uh, it's funny because a part of me is thinking Let me rewind back a little bit. The main reason why I made this show a couple years ago was because I wanted to be different from everybody else. I wanted a chance to look at the other side of the coin, to understand both perspectives. And I go on YouTube literally these past couple of days, and I I was just looking for something, looking for something in general in terms of why would certain people, certain fans, truly believe this way? What would come to that conclusion that would make them think that a Spider-Man character like Gwen Stacy, very popularized for many, many years, is in fact transsexual or transgender within the Across the Spider-Verse movie? And as I said, I've looked over many, many videos. 90% of them downright either just hammers and trash the absurdity of this entire thing. The insanity of this whole thinking. And once again, I'm trying to remind myself, okay, if that's what the 90% of people that are saying, what about everybody else? What about the other side of the coin here? Now for me, I already know the answers to this question. But... I have to look at this from another side, and I guess the main reason why I'm even on this show, even on this show, on this podcast, my show, on this podcast, even talking about it, because I really wanted to understand a different perspective here. I wanted to have an adult conversation with you to truly understand what is it that makes certain people feel this way. You know? Now, 
let's rewind back a bit, just a bit. The movie happened. Extraordinary movie. Does have its flaws, a couple of things, but overall, everyone, because Rotten Tomatoes even said it, and has stated by the audience score and the Rotten Tomato score, 95-96% of people love this movie. Will it reach a billion dollars at the global box office? Who knows, but that's not relevant right now. What is relevant is this character, Spider-Gwen. And now the news are dropping that a lot of fans, a lot of fans in general, are literally saying that Gwen Stacy is transgender, transsexual, you know, trans in general, basically. Now, I can honestly say that after a few days of really, really thinking about this, because let's face it, let's be honest here, I'm, and we're going to call it spade of spades, let's be honest here. It's so easy for me to agree, okay, agree with so many people that say that the fans that are saying this are either delusional, narcissistic, toxic, or whatever negative word that you would call them. But there's something, and I'm not going to lie, I'm, I'm not going to be naive to this way of thinking. Because there are a lot of people that do think about this way. But that's why I'm here. I'm here because I want to talk about the opposite effect. Why would certain fans truly believe this way? And I think I know the answer. You see, I've looked through and read a lot of different interesting points. And I can understand why certain people would come to this conclusion. For one... The from the trailer and from the movie itself, slight spoilers if you haven't seen it yet. She has a protect she meaning Sp- Spider Gwen Gwen Stacy. She has a protect trans kids poster little picture thing, you know, saying in her room. Okay. The colors that are represented in her world are light purple, light blue, and white. Which is a little bit confusing to me that a lot of transgenders actually claim those to be their colors. But I digress. I, I don't want to get into that. And then you have the father, Captain Stacy, that actually is wearing the transgender colors on his uniform. So we can say that she supports the trans movement. That she supports this to the best of her ability. But it really doesn't say that... She is trans herself. Although, to a lot of fans, there are a lot of evidence that actually supports that. The whole point of Spider-Man, and even Stan Lee, and Steve Ditko, and any of the other co-creators that have been involved with Spider-Man back then, for over 60 years, 60 years, over 60 years, have stated this very, very clearly. Spider-Man is a character... That is very relatable with real people problems. And I've said it in my last episode and many other episodes before then. That we find relatability to this character because of what he or she represents to us. So if there is, if there are fans and if there are members of the LGBTQ community. That look up to Spider-Gwen as a simple And as someone that they can relate to. And someone that can actually 
make them feel a certain way after seeing the movie, who are we to judge? Really, who are we to judge about that? Now, I'm not going to be naive about this when I say this. Are there transgender superheroes currently right now in the comics? Honestly, I don't know. I do know there was one that was already been debuted in the CW show. I believe it was Flash, if I'm not mistaken. Either Flash or another show. Probably DC Legends of Tomorrow, but don't quote me on that. I'm not really 100% sure. There has already a transgender superhero already been debuted in a CW show. But there hasn't been a strong transgender superhero that has popularized enough within the world of comics. Even, not yet, on the big screen. We had our gay mo- um our, our gay character from Avengers Endgame and we have another LGBTQ character. I forgot what movie, but I know it's within the MCU. I completely forgot who it is. Oh, right, Valkyrie, Jesus. Uh Valkyrie being an openly lesbian character, which is all fine and dandy. But now we're going into Spider-Gwen. And what I find is the fact that Spider-Gwen is more of a transgender allegory for fans to relate to. She's a symbol. It's her, throughout her entire arc within the movie, slight spoilers by the way, throughout the entire arc of her movie, she comes across as someone that is needing to come out. Needing to really tell her father her truth about who she is and what she is. In the context of the movie, she's been keeping a secret that she is a superhero slash vigilante. I wouldn't say vigilante. She's more of a superhero more than a vigilante. And her entire arc was to prove to her father that she is not a murderer. That is the whole point of her character. The fact that in her world, she doesn't fit in. Which again, is an allegory to a lot of people within the LGBTQ community that can't come out and reveal to their parents of who they truly are. So I can understand and I'm knowledge enough and I'm wise enough and I'm open-minded enough to understand why certain fans would feel the way they feel if they connect to Spider-Gwen in that way. I completely get it. More power to you, actually. However. There is a huge difference between finding relatability towards a character that you look up to versus outright saying what that character is or isn't. I'll give you an example. I personally relate to Miles Morales. Being Hispanic, living in New York City, Dealing with, you know, the occasional issues through school and dividing himself between doing what is right and living his normal life. Having, you know, Hispanic parents, being surrounded by a Hispanic family that is very culturized and things like that. I can relate to Miles Morales in that way. Now, what happens if I would come out and say, oh no, Miles Morales is actually Dominican. That's a disrespect to him. Because in reality, he's half African-American and half Puerto Rican. So if I come out and say that, oh no, Miles Morales is actually Dominican, that's a disservice against him, the character, and I would look like the ultimate dick. And if you're going to come out and say, well, Garcia, it's not the same thing, it is actually the same exact thing. I'll give you another example, if that's not enough for you. 
This example might be a little bit too extreme, but just bear with me on this one. Imagine Daredevil. Daredevil is a born-again Christian. He's been that way in the comics. He's been this way in the show. We know this. It's common knowledge. Now, what happens if someone comes out of nowhere and says, well, in reality, Matt Murdock slash Daredevil is actually a Satanist because he's using the devil as a way to punish against other people and using violence against them when Christians are supposed to be pacifists in some way, shape, or form. Do you understand why that logic that you're using is not really, that doesn't work here? And like I said, maybe that's a little bit too extreme. And I'm sure there are fans that actually truly, truly believe that. But again, and I'm going to have to reiterate this. There's a huge difference between having relatability towards someone, towards a character that you love that you want to grab onto, that you want to connect to so badly because you yourself are feeling something and you yourself, that it's so hard for you as part of the community, as part of someone of being ridiculed and bullied and, 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 and uh, what's, what's another word? Isolated and feel that you don't belong. I can truly understand why a lot of fans would feel this way. I can truly understand why a lot of fans would feel that Gwen is an allegory that her journey is very similar to the fans that says that she is what she is. I'm not knocking anybody that says otherwise. I really am not. I guess for me, it's more of a thing where because I love these characters... And because I am a diehard Spider-Man fan, and because I, along with so many people, connect to these characters in some way, shape, or form, it's a great thing to do, and it's a great thing to be inspired by characters that we look up to. But at the same time, we have to give respect to those characters in terms of who, who they are, what they've been through, and what they mean to us, what they mean to other people around the world. We can't let our ideologies or our extreme, because I am going to say that, our extreme fandom to blind us in terms of what something truly is or isn't. Now, if you're a member of the LGBTQ community, LGBTQ+, my apologies, LGBTQ+, I'm, trying to, I'm not trying to offend anybody here. If you're a member of the community, and you truly do believe that she is someone, she, Gwen Stacy, is someone that you can relate to, more power to you. Because I know full well that a lot of people are not represented in some type of way. But this comes back to our question. The question of the podcast and the question in terms of everything in general. Is Spider-Gwen trans? No, she's not. Now, has her story become a symbol or have symbolized in terms of what someone from the LGBT community can relate to? Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's no shame or harm against that. But I'm not going to bash anyone that says otherwise. Because if you want her the way how you want her to be, that's completely up to you. For me... Loving and respecting these characters, 
I'm entitled to my opinion the same way you are entitled to yours. But we cannot go to the extreme of saying whether someone is or isn't in terms of what they are. If she makes you feel a certain way and she gives an empowerment to you to go forward in life and be honest with yourself and having the courage to tell your parents in terms of who you truly are and how you truly feel, that maybe it is a sign for you to do the right thing, save other people, become a symbol, become an inspiration to other people around you. Because that's what Spider-Man truly is. And we cannot forget that. We just can't. So out of respect for the character, I have my conclusion and I have my opinion. Whatever you want Gwen Stacy to be is completely up to you. Let's just hope that eventually we do have another character that could be similar to this. We don't go to the extreme as we are right now. That's all I got to say about that. That's all we have for today on this episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast. I know it's shorter than my usual time length, but you know what? I had to get this out, and I'm actually glad that I did. I'm actually glad that I did. Now, if you want to have a conversation with me, if you find any disagreement in terms of what I said, by all means, let me know. Email me on my website, voiceofgarcia.com. You can find me there. You can hit me up on Twitter and my Instagram, Mike Garcia VO, and my Twitter, Voice of Garcia. By all means, like, subscribe, share this podcast, do whatever you got to do. And I want to hear your thoughts, honestly. I do want to hear your thoughts because, like I said, this is a sensitive topic, but I am opening that door and I do want to have an adult conversation about this. Maybe <laughs> there's something else that I did want to say, and this probably would nip anything else of what I said in the bud completely, but think about it this way. Logically speaking, if Gwen Stacy was trans, don't you think Hollywood, being as woke as they are, would market the shit out of that? Don't you think... For one moment, they would be proud in terms of introducing Gwen Stacy of who she is or what she is. <laughs> this is why me personally, and you are entitled to your own opinion. This is why I'm answering the question. Is Gwen Stacy trans? No. But is her journey a transgender allegory? Absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with that. At the end of the day, we connect to these characters, we love them, we follow them, and whatever you want them to be is completely up to you. That's the end of it. Once again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this podcast. And... Uh, Tune in next week where we will talk more content, maybe in terms of, oh yeah, that's right, next weekend, we're, it's the Flash. It's a Flash that's coming up next weekend, and that's going to be something fun to talk about. I can't wait to see that, but if there's anything else that goes on in the world of comic book news, games, shows, or whatever the case may be, always remember, 
if you hear about it and you read about it, now I gotta talk about it. <laughs> and that's how it is. Till next time, guys. Stay safe. I'm done. I'm through. Peace out.